Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number three at Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater today from the Hall, which is on 9th Street. This is countdown to kickoff, and uh, boy, the VIPs, they have shown up, and the VIPs are being just swamped for autographs and pictures, and we've got one of those VIPs with us now, great quarterback for the University of Arkansas better known as Tyler Wilson. What's up, my man? How are you guys, man? It's great being on with you. I was I was at a baseball game this past uh, this past season, and I tell you what, there was a guy behind me, and he had just <laughs> that iconic voice. And I go, son of a gun, yeah. I've heard this on the radio somewhere. And I turned around, and, and we reconnected for the first time in about 10 years, and here we are talking on the radio together. That was a Razorback baseball. That was a Razorback yeah, baseball. Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. See, I love baseball. Series. I started asking, okay, what game were you at? Because yeah. I knew it was a Razorback game. Tennessee, Tennessee yeah. Series. Here's the funny thing about it. The last time Tyler remembers he and I conversing, I'm dragging him through the lobby. He had gone to see his parents at the Holiday Inn Express. Mm. Well, my wife, Missy Claypool, Brady... Reed, they all wanted their picture with Tyler. So I'm dragging Tyler into this room. We're doing the post-game show. And so, time out. This is after a football game? Yeah, yeah. We did got, he, did he play it? And, and one what we, were you we doing won. I think this was after, uh, yeah. You know, any other quarterback after when you beat South Carolina by 20 points or something, <laughs> you'd be at the fraternity house or you'd, yeah. be, you'd, you'd probably be doing something you're not supposed to. Had a couple co- I was I was hanging out the Holiday Inn Express yeah. with Mom and Dad. That's yeah. what I was doing. That's so. the Good for yeah. you. Way to go. Yeah, he that was. was. Great. Yeah. And I mean, he walked into the lobby. And uh, I was back in, the, in one of the conference rooms, <laughs> and uh, Brady and Reed come running back there 90 miles an hour. And then right behind them was Kerry and, and Missy, and they were saying, Tyler Wilson's out there! Tyler Wilson's out there! Yeah. And you were still on the air? Yeah, I was on the air. You, you know, if, if Derek Satterfield, he was our SID at the time, yeah. he probably would, would have... Uh, oh, he had a heart attack. Yeah, how'd you get a hold oh, of that guy without me? Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, there was a yeah, big phone call when it got me. <laughs> you know, I, I've worked in sports information for 24 years there, and so Derek did what I did, but didn't do it the same way I did. Those right. guys were a lot tighter. Uh, we, we were, you'd have enjoyed being there when we were there, right? Except for when I tried to get. Uh, okay, don't forget that story. We got uh, ask him a question. Forget that. <laughs> we're just having fun. This uh, is just, we're exactly having fun. right. Yeah. All right, Tyler. This is in one way bittersweet though tonight. Yeah. We love having you here, but you're honoring your friend tonight, yeah. Ryan Mallett. For me, always either A, what happens in the huddle, what happens in the locker room, or in this case, what happens in the quarterback room. What memory do you have yeah. of Ryan from the quarterback room? There, there's a lot of them. And, uh, you know, Petrino's right in the middle of many of them. Uh, <laughs> there was some interaction between us. And, 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 you know, it was, I've told I've told this story on many occasions. It was not, Ryan and I were, were teammates. We were, we were close, but we, we were also very competitive against mm-hmm. one, one sure. another. There's only one yeah. quarterback that runs out there on the field, and, yeah. and I, I wanted it to be me, and he wanted it to be him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was that thorn in his side that would, was, uh, was going was gonna to throw a kink in, in, in the big plans, you know. And, uh, 
Petrino loved to use me as that thorn in his side. And, uh, you know, he was far more talented than me in terms of throwing the ball, especially uh, early on in his career or, uh, time at Arkansas. I got a little better, and uh, he pushed me to get better. And I, I would say, you know, that's the thing that I respect most about our time together. And, you know, it's, it's nights like tonight that, you know, you would bump into each other. We wouldn't see each other, you know, all the time, but we'd see each other occasionally, and we'd always have that fraternity bond. And when he's not here tonight to celebrate and, and look across the room and go, you remember, remember when that happened? Yes, yes. And, you know, I think the other thing, one of the most important moments for me in my career was that time at Auburn when I entered the game. Yep. Cam Newton's on yep, the other yep, side. Yep. And it, it was probably the least important moment in his career, but he was, he was the biggest cheerleader for me that night when he couldn't play and, and, and the chips were against him. And, you know, it was a Heisman candidate moment for him he could have he could have really put himself in position and put our our team in position and he wanted to he wanted to lead that team but he knew he knew he couldn't get back in that game and and he was the biggest advocate and cheerleader for me and 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 i think impacted the rest of that game as big as he could on the sideline i have to ask you can you give us an example of how coach petrino used you to get to Matt ryan <laughs> I, I, you, that's an intriguing thought well, if if uh, you showed up a couple minutes late for a meeting or missed a meeting, uh, you know, part of my biggest development was I I played a lot in practice with the, with the number one team uh, as threats most of the time during the week, and <laughs> and so my my development as a quarterback was largely because Petrino most of the time would would use that uh, a little bit of that salt and pepper. Uh, to, to stir the, the pot a little bit. But and he, had, he had such a different dynamic with Ryan, on the other hand. I was I was envious a little bit, uh, you know, Rick. I, I was envious that, that they had a relationship that I didn't have. I, I think it, Petrino trusted Ryan Mallett when he got to the line of scrimmage. Uh, Ryan... Ryan very seldomly got us into bad plays. You know, he would he would he would change. You know, a lot of times at the line of scrimmage, when you call a play in Petrino's offense, it was a suggestion. You know, it was it was not run the dang play. You know, you don't see those football hats on there. Run the dang ball. That, that was it was a suggestion of a play call in the huddle, and then we get there, and based on the defense, we would have you know 20 different options to get to. Wow. And. Ryan was really good at identifying and getting us into the play. I wanted to play as fast as possible and just say, "Hut, give me the ball, and I'll find somebody to throw it to." I was better when I wasn't when we were playing fast because I grew up in a no huddle system, right? So he was just naturally better at that. And so I got some chewings that Ryan didn't get, uh, and you know, that's just the way it was. So for a quarterback, I don't know that I've ever asked this question. I've known a whole lot of them. How how did you train to see what you see? Because you come, when you're in the huddle or you're behind, take a snap, you're seeing 11 guys on that side. You're, you know where your guys are supposed to go. How do you see so quickly what's going to work? You know, I, I, I always... Uh, I wanted to find my quickest, easiest completion. If you watch who I was as a quarterback, um, oftentimes it was let's get the ball and get it com- complete in a, in a in a wide receiver's hands that can make some plays. And you know, there's a lot of that is scheme and system. But you know, I grew up in a in a pass happy system at Greenwood, and 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 we throw we throw the outs, we throw the the bubbles, we we you know sprint out option and and those type things. And so, you know, when it, when, a, when a defender was playing off, when we look at the secondary, you hear all that at the time. The quarterback looks at the, you know, the two safeties, and they look at the, the corners. If I'd get an off corner, a lot of times we had an option uh, to take a hitch, you know, take a slant, take an out, uh, and and I'd take it. I'd take it a lot. And I always thought that was a low-risk throw, throwing the ball outside, away from the chaos in the middle. And um, you, you watch. I had some really good receivers. Uh, if, you, if you, you know, Greg Childs, Jarius oh, yeah. uh, Wright. Uh, Wright, all yeah. of those guys made really good decisions. And I went to Jarius a lot. Jarius was the best receiver in 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 a slot position 
a lot of the, the routes that we had in Petrino's system were, were which are option routes. Right, right. As a, it's a nightmare as a quarterback when you hear in a system, hey, we're going to run the op- option route. Not the old school triple option. Right, but, right. But, but the wide receiver has an option to, based on the leverage of the defender. It's like basketball. Mm-hmm. You don't know which way it's going to go before mm-hmm. you snap the ball. And it's like, I've got to wait for Jarius Wright to make a decision, and I've got people breathing down my neck. Yeah. Jarius always made the right decision, and that was an easy, you know, it was an easy completion. And when you've got that relationship, it really helps quarterback out. I remember all the good memories. I remember those plays, the A and M game coming back from, you know, the halftime deficit and all that. When John L. Smith was coach, I know you love to play. Mm-hmm. But when Arkansas was down in the fourth quarter and you were getting pounded, did you oh, ever think pounded, maybe yeah. the second guy ought to come in for a little bit? I met the well, A&M game specifically at well, College Station. I, I was greeted by Steve Sullivan when I walked in today. He said, you know, I was putting some highlights together. And you're, you're a heck of a lot better than they give you credit for. I was like, Steve, is that not the most backhanded compliment? Wait a minute. You've got a bunch I, of records. I mean, I mean, like, I, I, think, I think I do hold the all-time passing record. Yeah. In Arkansas. I mean, I didn't think I was was a slouch, but right. but thank you for the compliment, Steve. Yeah. And, and, and so, yeah, back to your your point. I, you know, we we tried to do, uh, you know, we tried to do some really good things and 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 have a lot of fun. And you know, I I thought with with Petrino's system, it gave me a lot of advantage. But that that senior year that you're talking about, while I was getting beat up, I had Paul Petrino still there as the offense coordinator. Now, Paul. Paul didn't have a dog in the hunt because he wasn't going to be back, and he knew he wasn't going to be back. And he said, "Well, by gosh, our passing stats are going to be off the chart." Oh my gosh! So Tyler, wow, you're not coming out of this game, and our offensive statistics are going to going to skyrocket Is as a result. So, right. so I, I probably that. hold the records in large part because Paul said, "By gosh, you're not coming out of the game, uh, and, and we're going to we're going to set some records here passing at the University of Well, Arkansas. it's been a while. Do you still have the bruises?" I, 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 you know, I, I walk in. This is, it, and I'm not trying to tell any, uh, you know, uh, secrets today. But I walk into the Little Rock Athletic Club behind Corliss Williamson today, and I, and, and speaking of Ryan Mallett, I, I, and I've got my girlfriend with me, and she's behind me, and I said, she says, "That's a really big guy." I said, "Well, you, you know who that is?" And she said, "That's Corliss." Or I said, "That's Corliss Williamson," and he's six seven, right? Well, that's the size of Ryan Mallet, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so I, yeah. you know, I played with a quarterback that was that just carried that demeanor and that size when he walked in. But yes, to, to answer your question, I've still got a little tendonitis <laughs> in the knee, and you know, when she's agging me on, why don't you, you know, why don't you push a little harder? You know, why don't why don't we hit? Let's get another set. You know. <laughs> Let's get on the elliptical, and I might shoot some free throws, or you know, we we might might see how many at ten I can hit on the from the three point line. But you know, I'm the, I'm gonna take it easy in the weight room. I'm on the executive uh, plan when it comes to the weight room. Right I got I've got every time that I go back, I text back and forth with Tim Horton. I say thank you, Lord. Oh yeah. If it hadn't been for Tim, I don't know that you would have been a Razorback. And uh, I think you were slated, was it not, to go to Missouri State, something like that? And then uh, Coach Horton came on with with, uh, Coach Petrino, and next thing you know, first trip he's making is to Greenwood. It was was actually, Gus Malzahn was the first to recruit me at Arkansas, right? Okay, okay. And, And Gus takes the job at Tulsa. Yeah. Yes. And when he takes the job at Tulsa, I didn't I didn't get recruited further from the Houston Nut staff. And so they, they had offered uh, Jim Youngblood. And so, you know, I had other offers to go to Missouri. Uh, if you remember Missouri, yeah. uh, Pinkle, Gary Pinkle was there, and they were throwing the ball. Chase Daniel was the starting quarterback at Missouri. They chunked. I said, I want to play at Missouri, and if it's not Missouri, I'll go play with, with Gus Malzahn at Tulsa. Okay, and, uh, so, okay. Randy, we're going to lose another one to TV because yep. Steve Sullivan. Oh, is that is, what? Is he's that on, what that I, I'm getting kicked famer. off the air. Yeah. I was trying to get you on the air. I, I promised I'd get Tyler downstairs at 620. Well, it is 620. It's six twenty. Well, I know that's what I mean. Okay. And now well, Steve's trying to take him away from us. Okay. So, well, so okay. lo and behold, I ended up at Arkansas, and here we are today. And I've got to run downstairs and talk to Steve. <laughs> that's right. So, okay. All right, Tyler. All right, Sully, come back. 
Come back. I want you. Okay. I want you back. Okay. There's Muskie. That's the only trade. Now. Thank All you, right. guys. I enjoy talking with you. Uh, by the way, we got a we we did a deal. We've got Muskie coming. Muskie. We got Tyler Tyler coming on Monday nights in a matter of weeks. That's great. So we'll, we'll talk some talk some pigs, pigs again, baby. We we'll like that. Right. Great. I'm All excited right. about that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Tyler. Bless you. Hey, buddy. We'll talk at you. Okay. That's, well. called, that's called live radio. It right is there. live radio. And, you know, when you get these celebrities, that TV wants them all. It I is, know. And, and TV's live. But we're live, too. I know. You know, we're what live. Mean? Yeah. But we're on for three hours. They're on for, like, two or three minutes. That's why I thought. They're on two or three minutes. I mean, I, so they, I, I, they I didn't know. I guys. thought Tyler was going downstairs yeah. to do something. Yeah. I didn't realize he's doing some official function. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they come and they go. You lose them a little bit. Randy's getting hugs. He's getting all these good stuff, you know. I need this man right here. You do? He needs to sign my book. Okay. Because this is one of the great people. Where is Andrew? Okay, I you need to tell him I want him on, even though I got I, I, at the, um, what was that thing called we did not long ago? Yeah, at the other place. Anyway, but I thought Andrew did a spectacular job. Well, no, he's he is he is a good, good young man. What are we doing now? You know, Randy. Now I know. Now I know. This is the first time I've been with him for one of these things. I'm always up in Northwest Arkansas. Now I know when he comes on these live deals what happens. There's, there's just dead space for a while. It's because people want their picture with him and all this other stuff. Now see, Randy, at least you've got, at least I know, now I know when to talk when you're getting hugged and getting all these pictures and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. Well, aren't we all? Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice event. It really is. Nice to see as many people here as we've seen, former Razorbacks, current Razorbacks. That was a really nice time with Tyler Wilson. You got him locked up for Mondays. What time? Yes. What time? He's going to start the show off with this each Monday, 4.05. Great. That'll be good. So, Well, he's very interesting. And I liked the story asking him about how Coach Petrino used him to get to Ryan Mallett. Now, the thing he never confirmed was it made it sound like Ryan Mallett wasn't on time very often. That's that's what I got out of that. Was Ryan Mallett wasn't on time very often, and so he used Tyler <laughs> as an example to get Ryan Mallett to show up, and Ryan paid the price for that. Yeah. So, anyway. Oh, I'm sure he, Tyler did. I, I mean, the the longer we have him on, I'm sure the more stories we'll hear. Yeah. Some involving. See, here's the great thing. Bobby Petrino's at A and M. Bobby Petrino's at A and M, and. Ryan Mallett's not here anymore, so he can say whatever he wants to. <laughs> yeah. Tyler Wilson can tell whatever stories he wants to, right? I'm looking. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking yeah. that direction. Uh, he's getting pictures. All these pictures now. Yeah. <laughs> See, even Rick's involved. Yeah. So that's okay. This is that's okay. That's doors. Hey, there's nothing that's like doors. There's nothing like there's nothing like dead time that's on Bill radio. Lawrence. Right? <laughs> the legendary Bill Lawrence. Yeah. Okay. No, have not met Bill. Is he here? No. Okay, this is all right. We're this, is about Carter, right? this is Grandpa. This is Grandpa. Grandfather, yeah. He looks pretty. But he looks pretty young to be a have a grandson. I like Grandpa college. better. Do what? But that's not original. No, you're not. That's impossible. Wow. There is some stunning things that wow. are occurring right now. With this being live radio, I think there's a few rocks. There's Muskie Harris. We'll say hi to Muskie. So we'll say I'll say hi to Muskie while you just talk. A, a few, a this few is rocks. live radio, you know. So, and uh, like, what are you guys doing? Is this Bozo's big top? Hey, we got four minutes. Muskie wants you to sit down. Yeah, we got time for a break. This is like every Razorback that shows up. We get them on the air, right? That's it. <laughs> This is from our, hey, and Muskie's still wearing the Razorback shirt, this which is, is really good. This is from our bus text line from Jeff. He says, TV, overrated guy, stick to radio. Yeah. <laughs> what I think, too. What are you doing, Muskie? Well, I could not uh, miss this opportunity to come support my teammate. You know, Gary and I played together at Central. Didn't know that. <laughs> yes, he was. He was wide receiver, and I was running back. 
Did not know that. Yeah. And, you know, his, his claim to fame, he played with three Razorbacks. Ed Round, Joy Shelton, and me. You know, I forget about Ed. How's he doing? He's doing well. Good. Doing well. Doing well. I have not seen him since American Legion Baseball, does he? Uh, talked with him two months ago, checking with him and Carolyn, and he was checking because he knew Bryson also, so that's what we yeah. talked in the yeah. last three weeks. Yeah. He was checking on hey, what happened to Bryson. Because we, we, remember, we were on the same team together. Yeah. yeah. My, my first year, the 73 yeah. team was Ed's oh. last year. And Bryson Manor was such a great guy. Oh, it's great human. Yeah. Great human. The Lord just called him home. He he, he didn't have no disabilities, no sickness. It, Lord, you know, when the Lord calls you oh, home, he calls you home. He knew it before the foundation of the earth. Yes. <laughs> he knows the day we're coming and the day we're leaving. Exactly. That's so right. don't, don't think you can plan ahead. If he calls you home, yeah. you're gone. Well, and just as we were talking about, about Ryan Mallett, who we're saluting tonight, the same yes. thing, 35 years old, something yes. you never expect to have happen. No. No, no. I don't think anybody young uh, have any idea that, oh, the Lord's going to call me home or have some adversity that they can't overcome. And with life experience, we all know it's treasured and blessed to get every day. And particularly when you have an athlete like Orion Mallett. And those guys, let's face it, you did when you were 25. You think you're invincible. You don't think anything's ever going to happen to you. I thought I was made of platinum. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Until Dennis Winston hit me, then I found out I'm, I'm made of glass. <laughs> yeah. I can only imagine. That's true. Yeah. I can only imagine. Hey. All right, Muskie, I'm looking through this. I don't I don't think this has ever happened before, so I need you to sign my book. And I want go. you to put in there Arkansas Razorbacks dated, and then uh, we got you in the book. And that's, that's important. Well, you know, uh, I do have a claim to fame. I... Uh, have a picture of your wall is growing with the jersey that uh, I've collected for you. Have you got another one? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, uh-oh. is it the one we talked about? No, this is Bryson's jersey. You don't have. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, wow. you were going to get me a replica of John Richardson. Yes, yes, yes. I, I do I'm have. I'm not going to let you go. Oh no, I do have that one. I, I took it out of the bag last night. And we got to let him go right now. What's up, We're everyone? Gonna... It's Christian Weaver for The Zone. Wednesday, the guys will be back in the studio recapping the countdown to kickoff held at the Hall on Tuesday night. Joe Kahn will join us in studio. Kevin Kelly will also come in studio thanks to Little Rock Athletic Clubs. Michael Felder will come on to talk about the latest happenings in college football. And in the final hour, Stephanie Fletcher from Ronald McDonald House Charities will join us. It's all that and much more. Wednesday in The Zone, where sports and entertainment come crashing together. Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. The Offspring return live in concerts. Let the Bad Times Roll Tour with special guests, Sum 41 and Simple Plan. Simmons Bank Arena, Saturday, August 12th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis. If you've never painted a room before, it's easier than you think. First-timers who plan each step are quick to wonder what all the fuss was about. Head over to Whit Davis in Jacksonville, Sherwood, or Greenbrier, and you'll find more Valsper medallion colors than you could possibly imagine, including the perfect one for your interior painting project. Medallions are the only paint and primer with color affinity and provides one coat color that lasts. Get organized, get down to work, and then enjoy. And don't settle for anything less than Valsper for medallion paint and primer at Wood Davis Lumber Plus. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago, and ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at Arkansas Urology. Ask Sherwin-Williams during the Shades of Summer sale July 28th through August 7th and get 35% off paints and stains with prices starting at $28.92. That means 35% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And of course, get 35% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. 
You could throw your flip-flop at a bug. Ew, a bug, get it. But the chances of actually hitting it... Oh, over there! ...are statistically... It's still alive. Unlikely. Good thing nature's got your back. Stem bug killers combine powerful active ingredients found in plants, like lemongrass and geraniol, and scientifically engineer them into effective bug-fighting formulas, safe for use as directed around people, pets, and throughout the home. Stem. Rooted in nature. Optimized by science. Be listening to 1037 The Buzz this Friday when Morning Mayhem broadcasts live from the Pine Bluff Country Club and their four-ball invitational golf tournament. Pine Bluff Country Club's premier event, courtesy of Simmons Bank. On your way to the Little Rock Airport, business travelers park fast at Expressway Airport Parking. As you park, our shuttle picks you up, and a 60-second ride later, you're at the airport. Download our app and earn rewards. Simply scan the virtual gate pass to enter and scan again to exit. No waiting, and your receipt is emailed to you. Pay less than municipal airport parking at Expressway Airport Parking, left of the airport entrance, next to the Comfort Inn. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Countdown to Kickoff from The Hall, which is on Ninth Street in Little Rock. And we've had a chance to talk to some former Razorbacks. How about a current Razorback? That's a good deal. And we had Andrew on just a matter, maybe a month ago, something like that. Sounds about right. Um, and he did such an outstanding job. I told him, no pressure, Andrew. You're, you're going to get the job done again tonight. He was an excellent interview last time. I know he'll be an excellent interview again tonight. Um, we, we, were, we were talking, Andrew and I were talking, Chamberlain is our special guest. Uh, we were talking during the break, and I said, is Ian as big as he is on paper? And then... Do you feel small when you stand next to Ian? If Andrew's going to feel small, this is that guy's humongous, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Ian is a big human being. Um, he, it, Yes, he is that big. It, what it says on paper, he's probably just maybe under that. He has cut some weight down, which is good. Uh, he's starting to move a little bit better and understand the defense. So, uh, yes, I do feel small next to him sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you were mentioning one other player. Uh, Paris Patterson. Oh yeah, he's uh, a big man too. Oh yeah, he is big. He uh, he's been doing very well since he came in January. Uh, he's been cutting his weight down, um, being able to keep up with us in conditioning and everything. Staying after workouts, hitting the treadmill with the uh, strength coaches afterwards, and uh, I, I think he's going to be a phenomenal player. How about you? What what would you say the difference is in your physical readiness now as compared to say the end of December? Oh, uh, definitely my strength um, and just being more comfortable around uh, what to do, what what play it is and everything like that and just uh, me being able to gain my weight back. Uh, I was about 280-285 in December and now I'm about 304-305. Wow, how about that? You've been taking classes in the summer? Yes, sir. Now what's that like? Because everybody wants to be out in the summer and you're still in the classroom. What's that like? It's really not that bad. So um, the first summer is uh, between June and July and uh, I had an in, in-person class. Uh, it wasn't that bad. It was about an hour, an hour and a half class. and uh, I did it right before workout, so I would have class, workouts, and then I have the rest of the day to myself. What'd you take? Uh, so the first class I took was a black student athlete class, and then the second class I'm in currently is general sociology. Very good. Is that what you want to is that what you're interested in? Uh, no, I just got my minor in communications, and I'm about to get. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm working my way to uh, mechanical engineering. That's major. right. I think I remember you talking about communications. So, uh, community coaching, we can help. You. Oh yeah, for sure. You'll be replacing us. <laughs> that's okay. Are you trying to give we her job away? Too well, that's right. Yeah, are you trying to give her job away? No. Andrew, what what in your mind is the potential 
for this offensive line for this upcoming season? Just be dominant. Um, got two returners, uh, Brady and Bo, very, very great leaders. Um, and just the, the new guys that are coming in and just feeding into what everything everybody's buying in, we, we should be a very, very dominant online this year. How much of a difference can you tell between the previous strength and conditioning coach and now Coach Souders? Oh my gosh, it's it's amazing. Uh, I love the the strength staff. They're great guys, and they're going to do what's best for us as a team. Um, and without them, I wouldn't be 305. So yeah, I. It's just amazing what they've done. They've made the program a lot more enjoyable. They've made working out a lot more enjoyable. It's just grateful for them. Well, I know that there was, especially the way the season ended against Missouri, that that was just one of many games in which the inability to win the line of scrimmage determined the outcome of the game. Part of it was Coach Pippen wanted the team to get stronger, right? particularly in the offensive line. Do you feel like that's been accomplished? Oh, yes, for sure. Um, all, uh, almost all of our O-line is fighting at least 500 pounds and almost benching 300. So we're, we've came a long way from uh, the old strength coach. What emphasis does... Coach Souders put does, does he is he more for the total development or is, is he focusing as an offensive lineman? Does he focus on any one spot? No, he doesn't. Uh, he treats he treats everybody the same. He treats the O line the same, the D line the same. But uh, the way we did our workout groups is uh, the last workout group at 130 was mostly O line and D line. So I guess I guess you could kind of say it was ten point play. It is what it is. We Everybody got stronger. Everybody's looking healthy. Everybody's looking good. So I'm ready for fall camp in the next few days. This roster's kind of flipped. You had about 18 or 20 guys left, and all these guys transferred, four guys came in. How, how difficult is it to rebuild that chemistry in the dressing room? Oh, it's really not that hard. Uh, just being able to talk to your teammates in the, in the locker room and everything, that's just the, really the main thing. Um, and just doing things outside of practice like go to the pool or go watch a movie or go to the, go to the top golf is that's really big key of keeping everybody together I I'm not a golfer but but you still do top golf yeah but I, I can hit I can hit a little something, a little something. it might not be straight but I'm <laughs> getting it out you know one of the ugliest golf swings in I don't know, in the world, was by Charles Barkley. Oh, Charles Barkley, yeah. And he has improved dramatically. <laughs> and I was talking, uh, I, I can't remember who, but they said the furthest, he should have went and did the long drive. They said the furthest golf ball they have ever seen a human hit was by Bo Jackson. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Right. He said it yeah. just didn't go straight. Yeah. <laughs> He would, he would hit off to the right so far that you know it just disappeared from sight. But, <laughs> That's but, now, uh, Andrew, do you know who Bo Jackson was? Oh, of okay, I just okay. sure. I mean, <laughs> we're a little older than you are, so uh, he, he was a superstar back in the eighties. He could Football, run baseball, yeah, anything. Oh, made. good, you're a good, you're a historian <laughs> too. Great, yeah. So, I, I jokingly said this. I may have said it Friday. But I'm sure, I know I said it uh, Monday, yesterday. What does it mean, Andrew? Players report. What does that mean anymore? Players report? Yeah, because you're already there. <laughs> okay, so we, okay, so basically after workouts, we worked out on Friday morning at, we, we started at 6 a.m. After that Friday morning workout, we have the opportunity to go home if we don't have summer classes. Gotcha. So those the ones that go home, they they have to report back by Thursday. Thursday okay. by like four, I think. <laughs> four players? No, four no. p.m. Oh, four okay. PM. okay. Now you mentioned that your second, your first semester was in person. Is your second semester online? Yes, sir. So you got to come home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. great. I did. So it, that Which was. But you're great. still doing it. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm finishing up like. My last assignment. It's a biography, so it shouldn't. It shouldn't be too bad. And who's the biography about? I love history, so I'm, really, I'm interested. Who it's is actually it? about me, so it's an autobiography. All right, you're writing an autobiography. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, great. How about that? 
Well, maybe you'll publish it and we can all read it, right? <laughs> maybe. You're pretty young to be writing an autobiography. I think it's only like two pages, so I don't know if I can publish two pages. <laughs> That's great. Now, how difficult is it to be, I'm guessing, in a very regimented situation, and I'm talking about what you eat, what you eat in Fayetteville, and then you come home. Does mom load you up with your favorites? Every time. Uh, <laughs> sometimes she does me a favor and sends me home with a, a thing of cookies. And me, personally, I love cookies. That's probably the quickest way to my heart. <laughs> wow, good. Okay, all the but, ladies listening, they just heard that. There you go. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, it's definitely different eating. Uh, when I come back home, I get more of a home-cooked meal, more of a sit-down-at-the-dinner table type meal. But up in Fayetteville, it's more of fast food, uh, quick, quick grab-and-go type. So what's your favorite meal by your mom? I don't know. That's hard. That's hard. She makes she makes some great quesadillas. Ooh, some great chicken quesadillas. Her meatloaf is the ball. Oh. She makes a great roast. Oh, and combine that meatloaf with mashed, mashed potatoes, potatoes, homemade and too. Corn. corn. Oh. Yes, sir. She does it okay, right. Okay, I'm, I'm waiting for the invitation. <laughs> wow. You two guys just gonna float off into the dinner room? Oh my goodness! <laughs> we can't well, do that. I'm hungry right now. We can't do that. I, I'm gonna tell you one of my favorite meals that my mom used to make during the summer, and it was easy. She'd throw brown beans on the on the oven. And then she make cornbread, mm. and then have fresh tomatoes. Mm. Oh my goodness! I could eat, I could eat the entire pot all by myself. <laughs> I mean, it was but that. you obviously didn't because you're not an offensive lineman. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can only handle handle so much. So the the expectations. I talked about the expectations for the offensive line. How do you see the expectations, Andrew, going into this season? Uh, we we should win. We should have a great year, a, a way better year than last year. Um, I feel like we could get 10 wins under our belt this year, very confident 10 wins. Um, and just the expectation for this year is to hold ourselves accountable and be more player-led. So, so being more player-led is so that whatever happens on the field, players get on it immediately instead of having a whole series and then the coach getting on to you on the sideline. So if we can do that, I feel like we'll be more of a, a more together and better team. When you think about winning 10 last year, four losses by three points or less, right. that's how close you were to 11 last year. You look at seven and six, it was that close to 11 wins. Right. Just I think it was all together like six six or seven points altogether for our losses last year and that's just that's just the little things like like I said being more player led on the field like getting more things corrected faster than what the coaches can and I think we're going to be able to do that a lot better this year and be able to compose ourselves a lot better this year. You must love blocking for KJ Jefferson oh and Rocket gosh. Sanders. Best duo. <laughs> the best duo in my opinion. Uh, just the leadership of both of those guys and the talent that they both have. I, I wish them the best of luck this year and just uh, the best of luck in whatever they got coming up next because I know they're going to go very far. Alright, we are down to about 13 seconds or so. We want to say thank you, Andrew. Yeah, thank yes, you, sir, Andrew. Thank you. Continued you success and uh, I'm waiting for the invitation. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, he's waiting for the invitation, too, because when our careers are waning, he's going to replace us. Yeah. <laughs> it's done. It's done. Thank you, Andrew. Thank yeah. you. Good luck to you, my friend. Thank you, Dan. All right. We got to step away for a moment. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. That was Andrew Shambly. We will step aside for a moment. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment. Do you need Rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are, just dial 8. 
888-888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving our Kansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. It's Justin Acre for Serta Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Serta Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Serta Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Serta Pro. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is pot roast for only $7.49 per pound. Paired with macaroni and cheese for just $4.99 per pound. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Rock out with the only American-style sushi experience founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll sushi! Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. Cater your next event, lunch, or dinner. Get the party started. 80 to 240 pieces of sushi platter. Rock and roll! Rock and roll sushi for lunch or dinner. Order at rockandrollsushi.com. With four locations to choose from in Benton, Conway, and two in Little Rock. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Often imitated but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back as we put the finishing touches on tonight's Drive Time Sports here from The Hall, the location of Countdown to Kickoff. And we are, well, I wouldn't say just minutes away, but uh, we are very we are close. minutes away. Yeah, of course just we are. Starting tonight's program. Um, speaking of uh, K.J. Jefferson and Rocket Sanders, they both are on the preseason watch list for the Maxwell Award. And Bo Limmer has landed on the Outland Trophy preseason watch list. And then Dwight McLaughlin has been named to the Bronco Nagurski preseason watch list. I mentioned Eli Stein, and he's on a preseason watch list. The Patrick Mannerly Long Snapper Award preseason watch list. So, Rick, quite a few mm-hmm. of the uh, Arkansas Razorbacks uh, are on some preseason list, one or another. And um, the game that's being played between Oklahoma and Arkansas, called the Crimson and Cardinal Classic. Uh, that's on December the 9th. Uh, Razorback Foundation members and men's basketball season ticket holders can request their tickets beginning today through the Razorback Ticket Center. 
And then tickets have been made to the general public on Friday, August the 4th. And football's here for real, Randy. I just got this text from uh, Kyle Parkinson, the sports information guy. And uh, Friday, practice viewing 250. Saturday, practice viewing 250. Sunday, practice viewing 250. Monday, let's see, Monday 250. Tuesday 250. And then next Wednesday will be their first off day. So there you go. Football practice is definitely here when you get the schedule. But now, that, is that just for the media? Just for the media, okay. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Uh, hey, Trey Biddy will be happy. Oh, yes. So I'm guessing 250 would almost encompass the entire practice, I would guess, at that particular time. They came on at 250. I don't know. Obviously, Trey's on with us at 405. So No, he's on at 505. 505. So, yeah. Although, that's when they're doing the interviews is at 5 o'clock. So Probably. Trey, so, yeah, that's what it showed. So Trey may have to adjust with us for a while. All right, you probably know the answer to this. I have been subscribing to so many newsletters, I sometimes get them confused. But this is Sports Illustrated. On July 28, 1998, the day after setting the record for the most career home runs before a player's first grand slam, which slugger then became just the 18th player in MLB history to hit grand slams on consecutive days. Well, I don't know, but I just got a chance to hug Dana Klein. So if you don't get a chance, you can get that chance very often. So Absolutely. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's great. I haven't seen her in a while. Still beautiful, that's for sure. Uh, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, or Ken Griffey Jr.? So in 98, hit his first Grand Slam, and, and what was the rest of it? He uh, set a record for the most career home runs before a player's first Grand Slam. Okay. Then he became just the 18th player in MLB history to hit Grand Slams on consecutive days. Okay, I'm going to guess McGuire. Sammy, Sammy Sosa. Sosa. Okay, that was that would have been my second guess, but anyway, I knew it wasn't Barry Bonds because he hit grand slams before, long before then. 246 career home runs before he finally hit his first grand slam, July 27th, 1998. Wow, goodness. Okay, well that's interesting stuff. Meanwhile, I'm getting these. You know, I do get stuff from the Baltimore Orioles, and they now have a picture of Jack Flaherty in an Oriole uniform. The Orioles gave up their 12th and 16th best prospects, their 16th and 18th best prospects to get him. So, which it did not affect. You that's, talked about right. number four. Justin Kerstad yep. is still a ball, is still in the Orioles organization, so that's really good. I, I mean, I, I I don't want him going anywhere else, and that includes, I think, New York. I want to. I Me think, either. I don't want him going anywhere else either. No. Now, I want him to be a good Oriole. Um, and he's, you know, he's had a really good minor league season. There were thoughts that he might get called up in September because of where they are in the race. Uh, I don't know whether that'll happen or not, but um, but it, it's good to see him doing so well. The, the, the problem is their their farm system is so good they can't all be starters at the same time as they start getting called up, and they've already called up several of them. So I hope. Kerstag gets a chance to play. I've said before, in the this minor league system, they've played him some in the outfield. They've also played him some at first base. It's the first time he's ever played first base, to my knowledge. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, in the minor league system. Well, their first baseman's a guy named Ryan Mountcastle, and he's in his second or third year. I think it was it was last year or the year before. He was the runner-up for the rookie of the year. <laughs> and so, uh, I think in fact that was last year. He was the runner-up to uh, Rodriguez of Seattle. So, anyway. I don't know what their plans are for him, but they do believe he can hit. All right, this I I should have basically opened up the show Mm. with this major announcement. Major announcement. Major announcement. Okay. CBS Sports is going to air for the first time ever the Super Bowl telecast on Nickelodeon. What? The Slime Bowl. Well, but it's still on CBS, right? But it will also be on Nickelodeon. Really? The Slime Bowl? You haven't seen that before? 
I'm aware that they've done it, but I'm not sure quite what happens. Well, what happens? I mean, it, they green slime and and uh, all kinds of things on the screen. So it goes on the players and stuff. Well, I mean, not really. I mean, no, I mean, no, I know it doesn't really. The, yeah, but it's, it's, on the, screen, it's on the screen. It yeah. Well, what's the point of that? Uh, the younger generation really, really likes it. They like slime on the screen. So they're they're really uh, they really get into it apparently. Wow. Um, okay. You but, know, uh, when we were kids, they had this movie called The Blob. <laughs> it never, it never attacked football games. Now, can you imagine? Uh, Remember the, the Blob? Hey, Steve McQueen was in the Blob. Didn't you see that? <laughs> Nickelodeon will also air the NFL Nickmas game on Christmas Day between the Nickmas. N-I-C-K-M-A-S. What is that? Nickmas. That's the game between the Las Vegas Raiders and the Kansas City Chiefs. Can you imagine Patrick Mahomes with slime all over him? Oh, that's what they're doing on Christmas? <laughs> oh, how nice. Gee. Uh, so I, I, said, I should have led the broadcast, our, our show with that today. That's such breaking news. Yeah, that is breaking news. I, 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 want, I, I will not be watching. I that. haven't seen one of those slime games. By the way, well, you know, since this is live radio, we can tell these things anyway. We're supposed to go to the stage immediately after our show. <laughs> Are you getting a text? Uh, yeah, yeah. Justin, Justin just texted. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's going to be a trick. I guess I'll have to come back and break all this stuff down. Well, did you didn't set it up, did you? Well, no, I mean, I got, so, my, I got oh, your stuff. I okay. got my junk yeah. up here. I got a couple shirts because they brought me some nice Buzz shirts, so I guess I can leave them here on the table. Huh? Okay, I'm going I'm to I'm start doing a little bit of that right now. So while we're on the air, Randy Rainwater is breaking <laughs> down. <laughs> when you do live radio, that's exactly what happens, right? But golly, look down there. These tables are full. How about that? And you did the table count, Hemmings at each table, 10? Yeah, so, okay, so now there's some, they've got some extra tables in the back. So there were 200 for 10 tables. They've added five tables. So there's a possibility of 250 people in here. <laughs> there you go. This is from Jeff. Says, like I said, guys, TV is just too overrated. <laughs> ha ha. Yeah. Slime on football. <laughs> yeah, who's going to watch that, right? I don't know. Of course, you know, they have these games. I also have not watched a game where the Mannings are making comments about the game. Oh, that is great. Is it? It is great. Okay. I love it. All right. I, I mean, they've got all kinds of guests. And, I mean, they'll just, right in the middle of a conversation, they'll just start talking about that play. Oh, that was a horrible play. Or that was a great call. Or, or Peyton, what would you call here? And so forth and so on. So it's a, it's a, it really is a, is a neat thing. Eli and, and Peyton together, and then they go back and forth with, with each other all the time. All right, there's the music. We gotta go. We gotta say goodbye. We gotta go to the stage. For Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Thanks for tuning in today to this version of Morning Madness. <laughs> Have a great rest of the night. So long, everybody. We are just a bunch of guys having fun. Uh, just one has exceptional hair. Uh, yeah. Nothing more, nothing less. 1037 The Buzz, KABZ Little Rock. Try the new Nashville Hot Chicken Sandwich at Slim Chickens. Delicious hand-breaded chicken with a deep, spicy, sweet kick. Layered on crisp pickles and topped with fresh...